This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Ladies and gentlemen, here he is. Woo! The sensation, Jason Молодой Стивенсон писал в чат. No, I think Rosado good boy. Rosado is good boy. I've become a massive international superstar. It's as simple as that. I eat your ass on a lie, bitch. Scared of the real man. I'll fuck you till you love me, faggot. I'm going to physically shoot David Head. He fucking glossed me. He glossed me. Derek, who down? I'm Shannon Briggs. I'm hard to kill. I'm the black team with the ball. I'm hard to fucking kill. Well, I believe Christopher can take a punch. I'm very good at math and looking at a fighter and seeing what his abilities are. I can't see that Golovkin has anything like Christopher's speed, his power, his punching ability, his hand speed. His foot movement, I don't see that. From a calculating point of view, I don't see that he has anything like that. So then it's going to come down to heart. You know, I spoke to Joe Gallagher, they don't want to fight Carl Frampton. And the bottom line is, you know, no disrespect to Cross Branger, these guys aren't good enough to face Carl Frampton. I'm the best heavyweight champion in the world. I'm happy to have PC with me. I'm undefeated champion. Undisputed champion. I want who next? You've got my Dino Rybo nucleic acid. Undisputed heavyweight champion of the world. Who next? I love boxing sound. It's as simple as that. Good evening, everybody. Steve Wellings here, back in the hot seat. You are all very welcome to this pre-fight podcast special. Canelo Alvarez is fighting Caleb Plant later on in the evening. Uh, as you already know, we've got a few boys on the panel here to discuss it, to put in our previews, predictions, our projections about how we think the fight will go down. We'll obviously be reviewing it tomorrow night on the Nutters podcast. We're up to episode 448, I believe. Let's see who is with us, not only in the chat, which we'll be going to very shortly, but also on the panel. Check in, make sure everybody's sounding good. We'll go for a bit half an hour, 45 minutes. I put, might put the StreamYard link in the chat if you want to join us, you're very welcome. Just make sure you have something interesting to say. You can string a coherent sentence together. No such problems for Matty DiGelonardo. He's on the call with us. How are you this Saturday evening, Matthew? 
I'm just excited for some boxing, Steve, and it looks like uh, there's going to be one good fight tonight. Well, yeah, it might be on BT Sport. Who knows? That's wrapping up. Nathan Heaney is about to come out live, and Boxer is going on at the moment. I think Channel 5 might have a card as well. Andy's with us. Shout out to Tim Boxeo, Andy, friend of the pod, always listens in. He's just put a nice little tweet out for us, advertising this podcast itself. Good guys, Tim. How are you? Good, man. He's a good man, Tim. Uh, how are you, mate? Good to have you back. Two weeks Thank off. You. I hope you're feeling fresh and ready to go. Yeah, I've been uh, snorting uh, Clen, Clen Buterol all week. Andy, ready for this? You staying up for it, eh? Oh, yeah, man. Are you staying up? Do you, no, seriously? Nah, no, I'm not. <laughs> you're, you're beyond washed. A bit like Matty, I was going to say I agree with Matty because he's saying like there's only one good fight tonight, and if it wasn't for that one, if it was for that one good fight, I'd probably stay up for it. But the undercard, Ray Vargas, you just know death taxes and fucking, you know, Ray Vargas twelve rounds, and uh, I, I, Darrell probably go twelve rounds, uh, or I don't know if it's a ten or twelve round or not, but. I couldn't see myself just, you know, last the course for it, mate. I, you know, if the Fury Wilder situation really kind of washed me out, I didn't want to go through it again tonight. But I'll get up early in the morning and I'll see King Canelo being victorious. Good stuff. Let's see who is in the chat. Thanks. We've had a super chat flying in already from Beep Bop Boop. Thank you very much to you for that 179. He says, who are you guys wanting to win and who do you think wins? Rapping Bob Kelly was on the core, but he seems to have disappeared at the moment. Uh, Matty, if you want to address that from Mr. Beep Bop Boop, he says, who are you guys wanting to win and who you think wins? We're obviously going to go through our predictions, manner of victory and stuff as this podcast progresses. But first of all, address that that first part of the question. Who do you actually want to win, Matty? I want Canelo to win because there's far more upside in boxing for Canelo to keep winning than for someone like uh, Caleb Plant to upset him. What about you, Andy? Um, Caleb Plant, obviously, if he was to win, he becomes the undisputed champion. Same for Canelo. Um, I'll tell you what, I don't know if I mentioned this the other week or not, but if Canelo gets the win, he's on for fighter of the year, I'd say. Und- you know, undisputed. He got rid of Billy Joe Saunders as well. Nondescript win over Avni Yildirim, but unifying against Caleb Plant would be pretty hard to beat in the these years when you have guys fighting once or twice a year. Canelo would be a lock-in for fighter of the year. Uh, yeah, possibly, mate. Um... I'm just thinking, actually, who do I want to win? I'm not really fussed, to be honest. I just want a good fight. Um, it's what you want. You want all the belts in the line. Uh, new politics. Um, hopefully, we get kind of a fair shake in the cards if it goes that far. And that. But, yeah, look, who I want to win, I don't care. Who I think is going to win is going to be Alvarez, for me, in uh, my opinion. Alvarez across the board. I think Alvarez will get the job done as well. But it's not going to be as easy as people think. Seeing... CJNG Hit Squad has thrown in two quid as well. He says, get me Mr. Pigeon on. I'm going to put the link in very shortly. Uh, just before I do so, let's hook up with a few questions for the boys here. So, uh, first of all, to you then, Matty. If Canelo wins, unifies the super middleweight division. We mentioned about Billy Joe Saunders there, Callum Smith, Rocky Fielding, bit of a dodgy one and beats Caleb Plant. What do you think about his run overall? I mentioned about fight of the year material. That's just this year. Obviously, whenever he first turned pro and that, we didn't know that much about him, but he's gone through the through the weight, super welterweight, welterweight, middleweight. He's had his problems along the way with the clan and that. He's gone up to light heavyweight. He's traversed the weight classes like no other in recent years. What about his run at super middleweight? Plant will be the final sort of cherry on the cake, Matty. What do you think about the names and the kind of guys that he's beaten to take all the belts? Or does it not really matter? We've seen Crawford, obviously someone who I was always tapping on the shoulder about the, the people that he actually beat to come an undisputed champion. What about Canelo's run and the guys he's beaten to accomplish this, saying he does win tonight? 
I, I think that his his 168 resume is fair. I mean, he's he's beat who he can. Uh, if if he was able to pull this off, you know, he's unified the division, so he's taken out the champion. So I, I you know, you can't you can't really knock that. It's just um, I'm not going to say it's historically weak. It's just a generally weak division at this point in time. Uh, but you know, considering where he started. Um, and the fact that he, he made so many fighters at middleweight, like come down to a catch weight for so long. And now he's fighting up at, uh, at 168. Um, it's, he's filled into the weight well, and he, um, and, and he's a, he's a puncher at the weight. So it's, if he gets some of the middleweights to move Ooh. up, uh, <laughs> if he gets some of those middleweights to move up for a while and, uh, he, um, and and there's also a few at 168 um, who kind of peek in, like you know the Benavidez, and he has those fights. He's going to have a pretty decent resume. I mean, it's not going to be great, you know. We're not talking uh, the wonder years of of boxing and those resumes, but it's nothing to scoff at. Um, it's you know, uh, at least it's going to be at least as good as Kelly Pavlik's at 160. It's as good as Kelly Pavlik. Fight of the Century's jumped on the call with us here. I think that's Pigeon CNG hit squad tonight. He's throwing in a super chat. Paying for the privilege. How could I refuse you? How are you? I don't want to hear about Fred Savage in a conversation about boxing. Wonder years. Giving that well, man. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> what have I got up for the fight? I've got around 9 TKO for Canelo. I've actually put uh-huh. 800 quid. I've put 800 quid on it, so I've put a lot of money on no this fight. Oh, shit. That, that is a big one. <laughs> well, there you go. I've also put round three, seven, and eight on, um, 60 or 70 quid. So, yeah, I put a lot of money on this fight, and I never normally bet, but I just actually think this 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 could be my moron moment. I, this, could, this could go... Cr- Bizarre, couldn't it? You, you don't know. Like, I, I, in what respect? In respect to the fact that, like, if you look at Plant's resume, you got Mike Lee, you got Uskateki, who else he fought? Hernandez, he fought that Medina guy. That they're, they're all complete garbage. And he actually had unanimous decisions against them, and he looked bad in all of them fights. Um, Canelo's got an excellent resume. Sorry about this, Mark. My charger's gone. Um, Canelo's Canelo's excellent. He's got about 56 fights. He's, he's what he is. But what you have to look at, and I hope I'm I hope I'm actually wrong because all my money's gone on Canelo and I'm hoping to get 14 or 15 grand back from this fight. I do want Plant to win because I'm so disillusioned with boxing at the moment that I want something to change it. I want something to actually... I'm sorry I talk a lot and got a bit of a loud mouth or anything. You can interrupt me at any time and I'll mute myself. No, on, carry on, you're right. I, I, I just... I, Steve, I just want things to change. I just I just want... I, I just I just want something to change in terms of boxing. I, I, I don't want to be watching the same old shit. I just, I just want to see something weird happen because, you know... We've also seen weird things happen in boxing. We've had the 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 what was it the the, the parachute man in Bo versus Holyfield. We had the Hassim Rackman knockout of Lennox Lewis. That was bizarre. Then we had the um, Oliver McCall walk off. Frank Bruno flailing like that against Lennox Lewis. That was messed up. Really. <laughs> 
we've we've had so many things in boxing that have been strange. O'Hara Davis getting punched in the face by Josh Taylor and then running into the ropes. I just want to see something weird. I just I I want to see. So I'll mute my camera. I just want to see something a bit strange. And I I'm sick of the same old um, shabu. You know what I mean. So, well, I mean, what type of thing in this particular fight do you think that's going to happen? That's going to be strange. You're talking in regards of a decision or somebody jumping in the ring? Or, I mean, what are you looking for? No, I don't think there's going to be anything strange in this fight. I actually think it'll, if it goes over three rounds, it'll be lucky. I think Canelo is no. just super. You, know you know what's strange, by the way? You, just, you mentioned that word. You're putting 800 quid on Canelo to win by knockout and you want Plant to win. Yeah, I just want someone's got a six-figure income. <laughs> no, I just no, I just I just want things to change. I I just want something weird to happen. I want something. Well, that is boxing, isn't it? That's so. I I don't know about that early stoppage though. I'll like see if you don't mind. Like the way that I get gambled this one, I've got two bets going, and I might put another one going in. Is and it's kind of it's specific to whatever app you can get, and I found a good boost on FanDuel. I was able to get Canelo by KO round seven through twelve at plus two ten. Um, so wow. and 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 so I like that bet a lot. And then there's I look I was looking at some hedges on that, and I was able to get the fight to go the distance at plus one ninety two. So I'm covered on everything except for a Canelo early stoppage, a plant sto- plant by stoppage, or a technical draw uh, on that. There's a lot of coverage on 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 that bet. And what That's I'm a good looking bet. at, because I, I think you're wrong about the early rounds. I think this will be a little bit like the Saunders fight, yeah. but I think Plant is going to do better than Saunders. And I think there's going to be a chance for live betting after four or five rounds to be able to pick up Canelo by stoppage at somewhere around a plus four to 500 or better. And I'll probably look to lay another 20 on it at that. Um, should should that come up? Because I'm watching this. He, look at how Uzkatagi was well. getting. To, look how Uzkatagi got to him late. You know, it, it was uh, Plant is not an exceptional 12 round fighter, and his KO percentage in his last 12 fights, 25 percent. It's really low. It's it's garbage. It's real garbage. I don't. I, I think Porky Medina's got a higher knockout percentage than Caleb Plant. Is that Porky Russ has got a higher bad. knockout percentage of him? <laughs> well, Porky's got more teeth. Porky's got more teeth than Plant's had knockouts. <laughs> Go on, Matty. Sorry, sorry. About that. No, no, it's, <laughs> it's he's just not much of a puncher. Like he stopped Fagan Boots, but I mean that was more based. Fagan Boots was just so much smaller. I mean that's a middleweight, really. Fagan Boots is a against fucking man, man, for crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's so it's. Uh, I mean, there's nothing very impressive about Plant in his his run here, and I think people have overrated Uzkatagi since he beat all. Uh, wasn't it Jay Leon Love he beat? Uh, it was. Yeah. His name? And Jay yeah, Leon yeah. loves fucking trash. When has Uzkatagi <laughs> looked good against someone since then who was at the top of their game? Is Matty's JDN Love? He's with the uh, Matt. What, what is with um, Mayweather, any? With Mayweather, I think. 
Jay Leon, yeah, he was part of that whole stable. Yeah. Him and he's Mickey actually Garby. I remember him because he's a, who did he fight last? I, I can't even. I, I try not. Him, didn't I? I, well, I, I try not to. I, I, I should Google, but fucking JD on love. All I know about him is shit. <laughs> that is absolute garbage. To be fair, I think he fought. Um, who was the English guy he fought in the last fight? JD on. Let, let me let me text. Sorry about this. Uh, Jay Lit Dion Love. I bet I bet you're all glad I'm online. <laughs> Let's have a look. He's up. He's absolutely. I'm sorry about this because I'm not the best person. But yeah, that was it. He fought. Um. Oh, David Benavides. Yes. Sorry, Steve. He he got knocked out by Benavides, didn't he, in the last fight? So mm-hmm. yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's just. I just I think when you when you go the look at the opponent's resume when you go through Plant's resume, the the A to B to C just isn't there. He he, he I I don't know. I I think his I I think his wife is his wife is going to be really sad tonight. I I really believe so. Uh, I don't know if she's going to be able to handle the ass kicking that Caleb receives. Well, you never know. Andy, uh, Matty was mentioning there about Plant. I mean, so if anyone's giving Plant a hope of upsetting the odds, I haven't seen anybody picking him in all the magazines and online and TV and everywhere, everything. Everyone's going for Canelo. What are the odds of, of Plant really upsetting, the, you know, the, the apple cart tonight or whatever? What performances or names on his record, if you were playing devil's advocate, that we can point to to build up a case? I mean, who's his best victory over? What on his record do you think, if you were trying to make a case for Plant, suggests that he could pull this off, well, not just on his record, but from watching him in previous fights? I don't know, mate. It's, it's hard for me to pinpoint. Maybe Feigen Boots. Uh, no, Feigen Boots. Uh, Yuskatagi, possibly. Um, if I go back to that fight, I can remember him, you know, he was catching Yuskatagi with check hooks. He uh, dropped him twice, I think. Um, even though Yuskatagi had opportunities when he landed clean shots, but... Uh, <sighs> I can put it, actually. You know, when you've seen, you know, Early doors and anyway, uh, plants, you know, drop the jab, put good to the body, couple of good combinations to the head. But you just you're, you're seeing moments in that fight now, whereas he's maybe no drawing his hands back quick enough, or he's just getting caught with a counter when he throws uh, his jab, for example. I mean, Uskatagi was catching with left and right hands when he was throwing his own punches, for example. So um, you, can, you see him on the ropes from time to time. He tries to cover up, he tries to parry, shoulder roll. You know, especially when he's pressed against the ropes and that. You see moments, you know, wee gaps when, when he's doing that. You're saying to yourself, if Canelo fucking catches him with a left hook, for example, or an uppercut, which Uskatagi did catch him a few uppercuts in that as well, especially in the later half of that fight, you've got to think, you know, Canelo's far better at putting the punches together, far more powerful. Uskatagi's, you know, combination punches, wasn't he fantastic? Um... So I've got to say, just like uh, through that, maybe it's his best one, but you could tell in that fight as well, his trainer, his corner telling him, you know, drop back a bit. Don't don't gas out, basically, you know, just stick to the jab, yeah. stick and move, that type of thing, you know. So they know himself that he hasn't got the tank, really. So tonight, I expect them to fight how he usually fights, back foot, use every single uh, uh, centimetre of that ring, uh, I can see Canelo being frustrated a wee bit, especially early half of the fight. He is probably stalking him. You know, any punches he throws, it's going to be absolutely hardcore. 
ripping everything in there, body shots, jabs, uppercuts, right hands. Uh, so I expect Plant to be having small raids, one, you know, one, two punches, probably try and draw a counter, maybe draw a a check left hook or a left hook here and there. And I think he, I think he'll have you know slight success, but I don't think he's got the he's got the the power and the combination punching and the tank really to put a dent in Canelo to discourage him to a point it's, it's going to be jab, 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 right hand move. That's what he's got to do the whole night and hopefully pulls it off over 12 rounds. Can, can I ask you, tank. sorry, can I ask a question? Do you think that he might actually approach this fight um, plan? You know how the fight with Deontay Wilder, like obviously with the crunk training and that, do you think he might actually, I don't want to make out that he's Peter McNeely, but everybody seems to think that Plant's going to come on the back foot in this fight and everyone's got the same opinion that he's just going to come out, he's going to do the same thing. That uh, You've had Ellaby saying that, that Plant's going to come out and fight on the back foot, he's going to do this, this Mayweather style. Maybe he'll come out. I don't know, there's something That's strange. Who I, I, That's who he is. That's how he fights. I think something weird's going to happen in this fight. I really, I'll mute myself now. I'll mute myself. I think something weird's going to happen. I think I'm going to lose all my money, to be honest. I I, I think it, it, there's a fair chance that what is going to happen, at least early, is I think that Plant is going to be um, throwing probably a higher volume of punches than he usually does. And he's going to be throwing a lot of one-twos um, up and down. Uh, I, I'm kind of thinking, think of the way that Martinez fought uh, Chavez Jr. early. Facts. Um, and but this is the thing about it, and the, I was watching some fights this afternoon, and the problem that Plant really runs into, and why I say it's tremendously similar to the Saunders fight, is Canelo has a or not Canelo, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Plant has a problem with um, uh, bending down to avoid punches. And there's a actually a sparring video of him against uh, Ahmed Albiali. I don't really know if you remember him. He got sparked yeah, by uh, Pascal. Uh, yeah, I watched that. Roids or not, um, yeah, I mean, he got beat by an old Pascal, and he never was that impressive to me. And he was really working uh, Caleb Plant in that sparring session, and he was catching him with a lot of short right hands when, when Plant was leaning down. So I'm thinking my thought on is that Canelo is going to be throwing a fair amount of right hands to the body when he chooses to lead. And, uh, and eventually he's going to start throwing it over the top and catching him. And he's either going to use it to catch him and stop him with that right hand, or he's going to get uh, plant to lean into an uppercut like he did with Saunders, which, uh, which plant is definitely susceptible to in the way that he tends to defend. And, and, Canelo doesn't just throw, isn't one of those guys who's going to throw right hands winging over the top of your head when you're leaning down. He will throw the uppercut. I don't know why more fighters uh, don't throw it more often in that position. And I, I, I don't know. That right hand is going to be Plant's undoing, whether it's because he actually catches, uh, Canelo actually catches him with it, or because it forces him into a left uppercut. The other thing I was going to say as well, we'll just add to it, but, uh, what Matty was saying there, obviously, Pigeon is uh, what you were mentioning there about potentially Plank coming out being even, even more aggressive. But why has he got Andre Ward in his camp? Why did they bring him in? Andre Ward isn't an aggressive fighter. He is more boxer, puncher. You know, yeah. he, he moves about the ring and that. If you watch Plant 
all his fights, unless he's fighting a guy who's levels below his, you know, his, he will be aggressive. But you fight a guy like Uskitage, for example, Fagin Boots, strong guys, basically. He's on, yeah. he's, he's on the back foot. He's conserving that gas tank. And I, I, I am convinced this this is a fight of two halves. If a fight goes past six rounds, this is when it gets interesting. This is when we find out if Plant is going to... Because he's going to have to step forward at some point. Because he's just going to have Canelo yeah. walking him down, get him up against the ropes, and at some point he's going to get clipped with something, and he's going to get broken down play by play, and I can see him getting stopped late. But, he uh, can't Clint. run forever. He can't. He, listen, th- this bloke can't run forever. He's going to have to engage. Um, so, sorry if my, my mic's loud. I, I don't no, you're mean fine. Go on, loud. go on, go on, go on, go on. Um, he's going to have to engage eventually, uh, Steve, Matty, and, and Andy. He's going to have to actually come in and fight. And to be honest with you, I just think he's going to have to go eventually with Canelo. We've all seen it. And look what happened to Billy Joe. He was running for six rounds. We all watched that fight here. We all watched that. Billy Joe had to eventually engage with him. I personally think it's mental with Canelo. I think that Caleb Plant's got the right attitude for this fight. And I hope I'm wrong. I hope I lose all the money I've put on it. But I just actually think that he needs to be a bit more mentally strong in his fight. And listen, he's just a man. He's flesh and bone. He ain't nothing special, is he, really? We're all flesh and bone. I think Caleb Plant should go out, centre the ring like Fury did against Wilder. Bang, bang, bang. And if he loses, he loses. But it's better to go out and actually do something positive. Like, I I don't want to big up... uh, People like me, but I'm actually big with me. It's better to go out positive than go out. I'll put myself on mute now, but it's better to go out as a positive attack than a negative. Oh, except for when you go for your HIV test. Well, you never know. Well, I'm, 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 I'm HIV positive, so there you go. A lot of positivity only... on the call tonight. That's what we like to hear. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm only what? joking, but. <laughs> <laughs> positivity in the super chats before we bring Rappy Rob yeah. Kelly and Jay Burke throwing in a quid there. Yeah. Beat bot bop, beat bot boop. As Threat said, uh, off topic, <laughs> do you ever see Saunders fighting again? Rappy Rob Kelly, do you ever see Saunders fighting again? Beep, bop, bop, boop, boop. Uh, beat as possible. Scatman is a totally underrated song, Rob. I think he'll, I think he'll definitely, uh, yeah, yeah, I agree, Matty. I think he'll definitely, um, fight again yeah I think he's uh, selling Wolves tickets about the old retirement I think he'll be back and um, good old age joke there for the intro <laughs> real riot <laughs> I don't know I missed my, it I've got it. my AIDS I've got my AIDS cap on <laughs> Rob <laughs> sorry about that sorry about that <laughs> Very few times I'm rendered speechless on the pod, to be honest with you, Steve, for afterwards later, okay. <laughs> Let's get you chatting with this one, Bob. Andrew Thickett, he says, who has a more legitimate chance of beating Canelo, Caleb Plant or Boo Boo himself, Demetrius Android? Who's <laughs> not getting that fight, man? He's a horrible fighter, man. He's a horrible fighter. Actually, I love fucking English-speaking Canelo. You <laughs> Love him. He's a real little villain, isn't he? Mexican or English-speaking Canelo. He's a real little fucking... Um... 
a little dickhead, really, isn't he? Like, <laughs> I know. I, I'm, I'm enjoying him speaking English, though. I think he's going to have some, some, some good moments for the show. Uh, do you want to talk about the fight, though? <laughs> Come on, Rob. What you got? What you got? I don't know, right? So I was maybe hyping plant up a little bit last week. So I went back and had a look at him. I mysteriously thought he was a southpaw as well, which is tell you as, as much as I know about Callum Plant. <laughs> but uh, no, I had a look at him. All seriousness, you know, he's, he's a lovely fighter, lovely footwork. Um, and I thought he had something that could trouble Canelo. But I think the thing that... I think he probably could on another night maybe outbox Canelo. But the thing... That's kind of a couple of things, uh, factors that are going against him for me. A lot of his work, he does some good work off the jab, but he's not really like an authoritarian with the jab. Like a lot of his punches are short, little punches on the inside, little check hooks and that on the way in. And I don't know how that's going to work at mid-distance with Canelo because he throws a lot of his, his good work at mid-distance. So you're going to have the better of the exchanges when it comes to firepower. Probably not. Um, people say he can box and Canelo has trouble with boxers. Yes, that's true. Lara gave him fucking trout. You're going back years, like since you've seen someone kind of box rings around him. Amir Khan, I suppose. And Billy Joe's making him hit here at times. So, yeah, nobody likes fighting a really good boxer, but he's seen all those styles kind of before, hasn't he, Canelo? Like, and Plant hasn't fought anything like the opposition that Canelo's fought. Like, really looking down his record, it's pretty grim reading, apart from maybe Ustakagi and one other fight. Um, he hasn't really got that much pop. And then you're going to have to factor fucking maybe how many, what's the capacity of the stadium? Um, Viva Mexico, you know what I mean? You're really going to go into the cauldron um, against the, probably the best fighter, well, arguably whether he's the best fighter in the sport, but the top dog in the sport, money-wise, and, you know, a fucking great fighter at 168 and a massive, massive, massive stage that he'd never been on before. So, Caleb Plant has to have box, box the perfect fight to beat Canelo. So I've seen him box the perfect fight against lesser opposition, but I don't know if he can do it with Can- against Canelo. But having said all that, I still give him a chance in the fight. Uh, Desi's here, friend of the pod. Shout out to you, Desi. says, out and about, but wanted to log my prediction. Canelo round nine. Both legs look great. Canelo is the boss, though, and it's about levels. Danny Young's here as well, another friend of the pod. He says, more chance of Steve getting another holiday than there is of Plant winning this fight. Uh, the guys alluded to this, Matty, earlier on about uh, Canelo now. Are you liking this new version of Canelo? This uh, personality is more outspoken now. He's more direct. He's cussing people out in English. He's angry. He's got a touch of roid rage going on. He... People want to pay, eh? <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> I I think that in uh, that in more ways than one, uh, over the last uh, ten years, Canelo has been more and more embracing his inner Mayweather, and it's going further and further. Let's look at him more as the Mexican Mayweather than anything else, and I think Canelo is going to start to make more sense. Um, he is the uh, true. Uh, De Niro de Vaca, Steve, and uh, <laughs> well, <didn't he? laughs> and yeah. so you, so so sorry you, about you gotta, it. I love that. Thank you, thank you. So yeah, you got you got to respect it, man. And much like <laughs> Mayweather, you got it. someone who loves one of your jokes there, man. He, <laughs> he always likes my jokes in the chat. It's people like Pigeon who keep me going. I was thinking he was more the Eric Cantona of uh, the boxing world, but when you mentioned that, uh, I, I, I nearly dropped my whiskey there. I'm just going to mute myself again. Well, Sorry that, about that's that. That's not a good thing at all. I don't want to be blamed what for... What kind of whiskey for... are you drinking? Yeah. What whiskey are you drinking, Pigeon? 
I'm drinking, I'll put myself, it's a $2.99 Tesco whiskey. There you go. <laughs> I look like a chav and I sound like a chav, so I drink like a chav. Why do you hate your liver so much, Pigeon? If you look at the heat on your face, well, you've you really got, got one, one, haven't you? What's the heart? What the fuck? <laughs> I've got no. some in a box. He's got no heat now. He's got to pay for this pay per view, baby. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> he's staying That's up. Why I don't... He's staying up. Yeah, I'm gonna be staying up the fire. Hundred percent. I'm gonna stay up for the fire. Yeah, oh, fuck ne- staying he's up. not gonna be yeah, in any condition. Come five o'clock in the morning. Tesco whiskey. Or no, this is my radiator. That's my radiator. So basically, I don't pay electricity. That is my electricity. So he saves on his whiskey so he could buy cocaine to stay up for the fights. <laughs> I don't need cocaine. I'm too. I'm you too mean, advanced for if that. If you're drinking that Tesco whiskey, <laughs> if you're drinking that Tesco whiskey, mate, you'll be talking to Huey later on. You know Huey. Well, I had a conversation yeah. with my boss on uh, uh, Wednesday. What was it? Wednesday Yuri. night. <laughs> uh, no, I had a, a conversation with my boss. She said, "Why was you phoning me at three in the morning?" I thought, for, for, I thought I was going to get sacked, and um, I went in on Friday. Kept a low profile, to be fair. So yeah. What was, the answer? Not great. what was the answer to that question? Because I was having a wank. <laughs> well, well, well uh, we're not all per- we're not all perverts like you. We're not all wanking off all day like you, mate. We're not. Please, old man. No, I, I, I have a wank about. Bob's married no. now. He has to Twice wank. There's no other option. Forget about wanking asylum. Let's fucking talk yeah, about Yeah, let's, let's talk about sweet hands rather than those sweet type hands. of hands. San, San, hands. Santony's thrown in a super chat here. Rarely, rarely get to listen live. Keep up the good work, lads. Thanks very much, Santony, for that one. Uh, there was a question in here somewhere. I was going to ask one of you boys. Uh, Boran KK, one of our friends over on patreon.com forward slash boxing asylum, says, I think this could be a dull fight if Plant doesn't take the centre of the ring. Unanimous decision, Canelo. But if Plant think, brings it, uh, Canelo mid to late stoppage. He had something else in as well here. Let's see if we can find it. Hey, oh, well, turns out he didn't. What are you saying about that, Matto? I was just saying, Rob, who the heck is this YT guy? I guess his name's probably White in the chat. It hates you. What is, is he like a famous North Irish rapper or something? I don't know, man. I don't know. I can't respond to these guys because I'm getting accused of being too sensitive. But if he keeps it up, keep it up, you little fucking dickhead. It's Johnny Adair. Johnny Adair. <laughs> Johnny Adair. <laughs> He's DM and Andy there. <laughs> right okay so if anyone wants to join in i've added the stream yard link pigeons on with us so is rob and rob kelly andy patterson matty we'll go for another 15 minutes or so see what the crack is uh, so what about the price then you've alluded to the pay-per-view there one of you boys uh, matty we've got showtime pay-per-view in the states bt sport pay-per-view in the UK and Ireland, twenty pound. Don't see that doing great business, to be honest. Maybe a few thousand boys, but it'll Fuck be a tough time to the casual. Fuck four you o'clock guys. in the morning, man. These casuals ain't gonna stay up for that. Fuck you guys, man. It's you think it's gonna do shit over there? Twenty pounds, which is like yeah. what, like twenty five dollars American or something like that. We're paying eight. We're paying eighty bucks on Showtime, and it's gonna do at least half a million buys. So I mean, you know, considering the populations of the country, you know, like. 
if you guys do 125,000 buys on there, I mean, that's equivalent <laughs> no to buys. No chance in hell's going to fucking do 125,000 buys, I wouldn't have thought. Because, yeah, what are you guys, about a fifth of the population of the states, give or take, yeah. a little less than that? No, a little more than that, a little more than that. So, yeah, you were like 150,000. Yeah, Rob, what about Caleb Plant's strategy in the build-up then? I mean, his strategy has pretty much been to mock Canelo, rile him up a bit, call him a drugs cheat. I mean, he is a drugs cheat, the whole camp's <laughs> suspicious. But, you know, but the thing is, though, on fight night, right, Does is he going to make Canelo angry, make mistakes, make him angry, try and punish him? Is he going to get punished even more than necessary for the shit he's been talking? I don't know if he can really do that to Canelo, dude. Like, I think maybe Saunders got under his skin and made him angry. He definitely saw that in his um, post-fight celebration. So maybe, maybe... But then again, Canelo's been in big fights, man, for the last fucking 10 years. Like, massive, massive events. Some of the biggest fights in boxing. So, you know, he's fought, he's been in there with Golovkin twice. Maybe Golovkin at the end, I think. But he's been in there with Golovkin twice. Floyd, you know, pretty so lucky. I don't, th- I don't think he's going to be that rattled. I think he's going to be quite composed and he's going to go about his work the way he would. The, the thing for me about Caleb Plant is how does he stop the hooks to the body? So is he going to be like hitting the pockets? Is he going to be turning Canelo a lot? I think he is going to do that. Like I think he's going to look to. I think Caleb Plant can actually get off to a flyer. I think he could be like, maybe he might get a get a lead in the fight. But it, it the the outcome of the fight is going to depend on the second half of it. I think. I think what it's going to look like when Canelo comes down the stretch. He's been very fresh looking. <laughs> in a lot of recent fights, he hasn't gassed as much as he used to do. He used to show signs of. You know, he has that big back and all that lactic acid and all that. Like, and when he was at 154 and that, he used to slow down a little bit. Not that a lot of his fights got past the second half, like, but, um, you know, I think it, it definitely, I'd have to, I'd have to see the story of the fight playing out in the second half of the fight. And I lean it towards Canelo, but I think Plant would make a very good account of himself. Colleen Kennedy says Plant brings a lot more offensive firepower into a fight than Billy Joe Saunders. Just watch Canelo, he's going to lose the first four rounds and everyone will see what's coming. 117, 111, sweet hands. Forget about Colleen Kennedy. What about Joe Kennedy? Uh, can you endorse that from your fellow Kennedy, Joe? No, I'll have to distance myself from that Kennedy. Must be a Scottish Kennedy or something. <laughs> Fucking back <laughs> to the left on that one. That Absolute is a dead ball. prediction from if a Kennedy. Any Kennedys in Scotland, they're all half Irish when they came across the water. <laughs> <laughs> good, to see, good to hear from you, Joe. What, what's your projection for the night then? Um, uh, I think um, I fancy Canelo probably 10 to 12, maybe a little bit earlier. I think uh, I could see Plant getting off to a flyer, like Rob said, using his good footwork, fast hands and stuff like that. But uh, I've had suspicions about Plant's gas tank for a while. And, you know, the true axe fight in particular showed, I think he he just kind of zones in and out of fights a little bit. And I think uh, I could just see Canelo punishing him in those moments and just showing, I think Canelo's just the best fighter on the planet in the, at, at the moment for me. So I think he's just going to show that in the end of the night and probably get him out of there. I'd say round 10, Body shot, that's what I'm thinking. What sort of time is it going to be on for you, Joe? You should be able to watch it handy enough, shouldn't you? Yeah, I think it should be around, I think Ringwall could probably be around 11 or 12, maybe. Yeah, so it's not, not going to be too bad at all for us. I'm cracking into my first beer now, so um, a fair play to the lads, showing a bit of stamina going through tonight. Wish I could do that myself, but I've got a couple of friends coming over later on, which always helps as well. Yeah, you got to remember, you got that Ray Vargas fight on there, so that's going to occupy at least 55 minutes of space. That's what I was going to say, mate. How long till the car starts for you over there? Two hours, Andy. Two hours. I just noticed Rancis or Rancid Bartholomew's actually did a two-round knockout with his opponent, but I'm pretty convinced, like I said, the Darrell and Vargas fights are going to go 10 rounds, so uh, 
It's just it's what are we? What time? What's up? Are we not? Are we not getting up? We're not getting up first. We're not doing the fucking. I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about uh, setting the alarm uh, for it now. I have to say. Inferno twigs at dawn, baby. Setting the alarm. Fuck that, Pishman. Uh, Damien Grace, I need a question here, Andy, you might wish to address. He said, evening chaps, how much heavier do you think Canelo will actually come in at compared to the weigh-in? Could that have any bearing on either fighter? Canelo, obviously, we've seen him put a light heavyweight against uh, an inebriated version of Kovalev. What do you think about Canelo's <laughs> weight situation? On the fucking te- whiskey, Tesco whiskey. <laughs> He's probably going to come in probably 178 plus minus two, three of that. I think I saw an interview with Pauli Malinaji where he said uh, Canelo was a bit dry at the weight, which was strange enough for me, you know, to be honest with you. I thought he was able to make 68 pretty much in his sleep. He looked ripped from a couple of weeks out, but who the fuck knows what's going on, man, in the camp? I, I don't think... The, not the, as dry as your side piece, Pauly. <laughs> no. uh, the, the, sorry, Andy, fucking... Just before I forget it, I forgot it. Go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to add oh, to the point. It, sorry, Rob. I was just going to add to the point that obviously, you know, Kelly got the light heavyweight. There was a rehydration clause in for that uh, that fight with Kovalev. I'm sure it was like something like 180, 185, I think, on the night of the fight. Uh-huh. Um, Does Canelo, an IBF have 10 pounds? Well, it's not, it's, not an, it's not an IBF fight, though, mate. It's not an IBF. Plus, it's unification. They waive. That ten pound clause for you. No shit. Yeah, they do, mate. It's been that's been a, a, a long time. If, if the belt that. itself, huh. if the IBF belt alone is on is on the line, it's it's, it's a ten pound rehydration. But because of unification, they waive it. But uh, yeah, look, Canelo was like one seventy three. I think it was. I mentioned it on Sunday actually. Um, mm. So really, I don't expect him to kind of come in any higher than possibly one seven five. I think I think this is his optimal weight. Above this, as I mentioned last week as well, is you need to see him in the likes of Baterbev or, or uh, guys of that ilk at 175. Guys are going to like real. Can't see him ever fighting Baterbev, to be honest. Yeah. yeah, I know, but as I'm saying, people want to see him tested. That is the kind of route we need to see him go down. Well, but... speaking of wanting to see him getting tested, haven't they not had the, the they said the plant, one of the journalists put it to plant that he hadn't insisted on the 12 weeks rather. So what's going on there? Like his eleven playing field for both both looking great shape, let's put it that way. Um but why has why has Plant not insisted on the yeah. the twelve weeks Vada? Has he just took what he was given kinda? Of? In other words, like you're not <laughs> you're not getting twelve weeks Vada or unless you sign or what's going on? Like seems a bit strange that he'd be calling out Canelo for his drug cheat past without insisting on him being fully VADA tested for 12 weeks. Like, it's a bit it's odd. often the case, though, isn't it, Rob? They shout loudest about something that they're doing themselves. Not saying this is the case, but you hear that you hear that a lot, don't you? Well, that did cross my mind. Like, but then again, just because I'm paranoid doesn't mean people aren't trying to kill me. You know what I mean? <laughs> doesn't mean that YouTube commenters aren't out to get you. <laughs> the blackest man in boxing don't need no testing, Rob. <laughs> Do you think Plant's like, lack of activity is going to hurt him tonight? It's, it's one thing I was thinking of, that Canelo is so active for an elite fighter, you know, fighting four times a year. And these guys, like, stay in the shed for months, you know, not wanting to risk their big shot, like, by defending their title or whatever. Uh, is that PBC thing? Is it a PBC thing with him? Because they, those fighters don't ever seem that active. But his resume is, like, he fights, I think he's been most active when he's fought twice a year in the last five years. Yeah, I think that's a good not, point. Like, yeah. And active at what level as well, Joe? Whenever he has been active, it's against, like, so I'm not, not you know, the mandatories and voluntaries and stuff, but Fagan Boots, Caleb Truax, when he has gone the 12 rounds with Truax there, Joe, how how much has he actually been tested? Yeah, it's no, it's no 
preparation for a guy like Canelo at all. Like Truax is not going to give you anything that Canelo is going to give you, you know. So, yeah, it's just, you know, I think people are overlooking that side of it as well. Like Plant can look great on the scales with his fucking flying squirrel wingspan and all that crap. But when he's in there and he's getting tested by a pressure fighter of elite caliber, you know, he's not like he can dig into the well for some something that he had to do earlier in his career or whatever. It's going to be the first time that he's going to have to deal with all that kind of shit. So just be interesting. I, I, I think he's going to get him out there. It's a nearly sure thing. It's For me, it's before six or after six is the question. Early days for Joe. Andrew Thicket says, the more I'm listening, the more I'm starting to think Plant is going to get absolutely battered. Sticking with round 11 for Canelo now, though. Tosh said, Steve, what's Matt, uh, Matty's prediction? He promised us a complete breakdown. Is that a nervous breakdown, Matty, or what? Where's your breakdown? <laughs> well, I, I, guess, breakdown I guess it's been kind of scattered. Through. Oh, my God. Ryan Dill always with the freaking super chats. What a good guy. Um, anyways, um, I, I threw out the, the show. I guess I've kind of given it. But to take it in full, look, the long and short of this is that Caleb Plant starts out quick and he fades. Canelo Alvarez typically starts out slow and he gets stronger as the rounds go by. Canelo has every punch in the book and he knows how to vary each hand. He can throw his right straight. He can loop it. He can uppercut it. He can hook his left. He can uppercut it. He has a good jab when he wants to use it. He goes up, he goes down. So it's not that Canelo will not be able to find a punch that does the damage at all. He it, it, he isn't lacking in that category. This is going to really come down to the fact of of Caleb Plant having generally poor stamina and Canelo being strong in the later rounds. And the fact that Caleb Plant, when he evades punches from the right-hand side, tends to dip straight down. And he's not like Mayweather. It's not like with Floyd, you're like, they're, you know, someone's going to catch him with the uppercut. Well, F- Floyd was Floyd. All right, Caleb Plant is no Floyd. And either... Canelo's going to get that right hand working to the body so often that uh, that plant isn't going to be expecting it and he's going to catch him with that right hand or he's going to try to evade that right hand and eventually move into an uppercut. If I I bet on this fight and there's three bets that I that I'm looking at two that I've already played. Um, you won't be able to get these options everywhere. I used FanDuel. I got plus 210, Steve, for, for I, I know you might not understand that. So that means just a little bit more than two to one money on on the fight. Um, so I got plus 210 on uh, Canelo Alvarez to get uh, win by KO round seven through 12. Then I uh, I found uh, I wanted to hedge it with something and I, you know, plant to win if. Yeah, that that could happen, and that's good odds. But what I found was a plus one ninety two, which is also almost two to one odds for the fight to go the distance. So that covers a draw. That covers Plant by decision, Canelo by decision. Um, the only th- thing that's hanging out there is Plant by knockout or Canelo stopping him early. As far as my money goes, at this point in time. Now, given all of that, I would not expect. I would not be surprised if, uh, again, like in the Saunders fight, I would not be surprised if uh, you see um, uh, Caleb Plant uh, with three rounds in his pocket or maybe even up four to two at the midway point of the fight. If he's up enough, the odds uh, on live betting for Canelo by KO are going to go substantially up in favor of the better. And if I see that get up close to five to one odds on that, I'm going to put another, uh, I got 20 and 20 on those two bets. 
and I would put another probably, I don't know, 10 on it um, on if it gets up to about 5-1 to one on Canelo by uh, knockout late because I really think that's going to happen. He, Plant just does not have the gas tank, whether worn out or walked into a single punch. He's not going 12 in my opinion. Marks up, doesn't he, Matty, in the face as well, I think? Oh, yeah, he was, yeah, he, he cuts Before easily. Before and cut as well. <laughs> gets cut yeah. as well. And he's already dealing with that shit from get his shades too, you know, and he, he's got a bit of that bruising. So he's not, he's coming into it um, with that already uh, on the line. So uh, barring a fucking headbutt cut or something like that, I feel pretty confident in my bets today. Matty's confident. That's good. Stick the house on whatever Matty said. That's the advice we would all give you here. Uh, we're 45 minutes in. We'll keep going for the crack. Why not? Ryan Deal, friend of the pod indeed, has thrown in five New Zealand dollars on the rail, so won't see it. I love an upset, but don't see Plant pulling it off. Hopefully, he gives it a good go. He will indeed give it a good go, I think. A pigeon's thrown in another fiver. The Tesco whiskey's hitting him hard. Thanks for having me on. I wouldn't. Cheers, guys. I adore your content, Phil. Pigeon. Good stuff. Uh, Come on, Pigeon. Yeah, Thanks for coming on, because Bill with the Hiv. Well done, well done, Pigeon. It wouldn't be the same, boys, without a title on the line. And we, oh, there's a bit of a shit photo, but you get the idea. Oh. That it's the Tio Huyakan belt is on the line tonight, along with the, the <laughs> usual belt. So, in case anyone's wondering, the Tiot Huyakan belt. Oh, here we go. The, mo- the most recent belt, Andy, is inspired by the city of Tiot Huyakan, which is located about 50 kilometers northeast of Mexico City. Built between the 1st and 7th centuries AD, it is characterised by large monuments, in particular the Temple of the Quetzalcoatl and Pyramids of the Sun and the Moon, established on geometric and symbolic principles. This is all from the WBC, by the way. Teotihuacan and its valleys display unique testimony to the pre-urban structures of ancient Mexico. So uh, that's very relevant to the fight, Andy. What, what yeah. bearing do you think that'll have on the outcome? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, this, this should have been in the belly of the week nominations. I don't know if this belonged here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, pure testicles, isn't it? I don't know how much it costs for one of these belts and that, but clearly they've got to get their got to get their face over and that. It'd just be great to see Canelo just like fuck it off like anyway uh, did that WBC diamond belt back when he fought Don Air and that. I don't want that shit. You know, just anything to just basically plaster them across this fight, but yeah, it is. I, I, he's big in his art things and that as well, isn't he? So it's, I think, I think it was Bennett was talking about that actually. So uh, I'm not surprised he's got involved in this type of thing. Remember that uh, that belt he created for was it Mayweather against McGregor? I think it was some sort of kind of green crocodile skin That's leather right, belt yeah. with like emerald <laughs> suit and that. It's weird as fuck. <laughs> They'll have an NFT belt on the line next, won't they? And all that. <laughs> I, I just be, wonder when they're going to do. If we weren't one of them fucking titles anyway, the NFT Bitcoin ones. Rodney will be putting yeah. it around Bitcoin their waist Rodney. at the end of the fight. <laughs> I, I, I just wonder when they're when they're going to come out with the dildo title, and the, the definition is going to be because you're all getting fucked. Kendra lost. She's she's a big UFC fan, by the way. So I'm surprised she kicks a bit with the kind of are you fucked belt. Malik Scott in the background, possible. Yeah. <laughs> Don't take my fucking idea, Malik. Don't fucking take it. He's got a Patreon account, mate. How many misses? That's a whole yeah. lot of women. That you mean OnlyFans? Oh, OnlyFans, I. What'd I say? Yeah, Patreon. Patreon, Patreon. I think, is for the clean content. Uh, and the OnlyFans where one. you go for buttholes. Buttholes. Fucking, do you go in there for buttholes? <laughs> I don't go there at all. I don't pay for pornographic Pesh. content. Pesh. Unless he, unless he gets five to one, unless he comes up on a five to one base. <laughs> but if I, do, if I do that, I might consider it. You never know. 
But no, I uh, I don't pay for pornographic content in this fucking modern so age. Much, what is that about? Too much. Anyway, it's like boxing podcasts. They're all free. Don't be paying for them. Keep your super chats. <laughs> Forget what I said. Right. <laughs> so, sorry to drag things back to the boxing, Joe, but what do you think about the officials on the night? Uh, Russell Mora as the referee, Patricia Morse, Jarman, Steve Weisfeld, Dave Moretti, pretty safe pair of hands of the judges, as I always say. They've all got a bad card in them at some point, so having experienced judges that we know, I suppose, is a plus. Russell Mora seems to be getting quite a few opportunities lately as well. Did a decent enough job in Fury World, I can't complain. Did Russell Mora, was he the guy down in Texas who stopped that Japanese fighter? He was uh, fighting, I think it was Soto a few months Hellman back. Hellman Soto, yeah. He had no he reason form, to stop Joe, him I at think, all. Yeah. Fucking yeah. hell, that pissed me off so much. He was the Japanese guy's first time on American TV, only on the zone or whatever, but like, still, like, you know, he, the kid, I think he stopped him and he started shadow boxing behind him, like doing all these combinations right. and stuff to show he yeah. was all right. So I've no time for Russell Moore after that, to be honest. He's a cunt. Um, but There's some crack if the, if he stops the fight on the cut that opens up under calibrated pants. <laughs> yeah. I, he's like, we have to stop this. Cut us in a dangerous position. Fight's over. Uh, it was caught. It was caused by an incident at the uh, at the way. So it's a it's, yeah, it's a score draw. <laughs> draw. <laughs> I'd like that. Yeah, Moore has improved lately, I think, Joe, but you're right, he does have previous form. Obviously, the most egregious one was Abner Mares uh, punching the bollocks off Agbeko about <laughs> ten years ago. Yeah, like I, I'm not, I'm not a massive fan of many of the referees or judges. To be honest, I was actually trying to look into doing it over here. I was, I was training I with a fella in, in Union, New Jersey, and he was trying. He was saying that you can get into it by by refing and judging some small hall shows here, some amateur stuff and all. But I did my Achilles last October, and I've been out of the gym since then, so it kind of stunted my progress a little bit. But it's something I'd like to do because I do get so pissed off with the judges and and, and the refs over here. I remember Russell Moore doing a fight in Thailand. I think. I'm- Frantically try to find out the names of the fighter and that, but uh, this guy was like basically on on the brink of getting killed, and uh, your man just saying continue. Basically, Steve Smoger, you know, Mark Two, just continue, and then the poor cunt gets absolutely evaporated, just like iced. I've never seen him since actually, to be honest with you. So yeah, it was uh, it was pretty. To be honest, if anything like this happened in America, he'd have been fucking banned for the way he handled that fight. Well, Joe, you better hope you never get a big fight because we fucking slaughter you on here the next day. <laughs> no we have previous former friends yeah, of the pod yeah, who yeah, are exactly. quite high-profile judges and anyone can get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you know, you know, do you, do you know who's really gone downhill in recent years as a, as a judge? Don Trella. Yeah. Like, yeah. fucking yeah. seriously, dude. He's, like, he's it's, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. <laughs> that brain envelope he took for that Golovkin fight against Gallo was fucking horrendous. You weren't supposed to say that. Are sh- yeah, I know, but we've got to cut in the day, though, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Here, Joe, I was going to ask you about something, actually. I know I'm kind of hijacking you a bit, so feel free to tell me to fuck off. But a while back, you were saying one of your friends uh, was chatting to Norman Stone or New Norman Stone or something. Yeah, he was living in Somerville in, in Boston, and he was uh, he was working in a bar, a bit of a, a local joint, but it's a bit rough around the edges. But he said this this fella used to come in pretty late at night sometimes, and he'd be real aggressive. He'd be like, give us a bit, you cocksucker. And, you know, just when they were kind of tr- closing up, like... I mean, Mike Connor's a big fella. He, he did then Mai Tai and stuff. He's he wouldn't want to mess with him or whatever. But he said this little fella was like spitting fire at him, like you know. And we were over here. We met up for the first time in a few years because we just been separated. We used to be in school together. We hadn't seen each other in years. We were just talking, and I think we were watching something on YouTube. And he's like, "Hold on a second, It was Norman Stone. And he's like, "Who is that's fucking? Oh, that's the guy, you know." He's telling me the story. 
And he just said he was like mad aggressive and mad. Find like, this fucking guy. He, 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 he would go up to women like and he'd like try chopping them up or whatever and they kind of turn you other way. Like, fuck you, you fucking bitch. <laughs> 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 fucking lesbian. Uh, <laughs> so, fucking fight him, Johnny. Place. You gotta fight this motherfucker. The referee's a cocksucker. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love, I love what, when he got sent down the ring, he just goes to the ref. Jerk off. <laughs> yeah. He's like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you got Larry Merch in the background. Classy guy. <laughs> Shows him in the fucking dressing room watching the TV, absolutely freaking in the fucking dressing room. What a man. So he's he mellowed called... a bit since retirement, then, Joe, basically. Seems to be, yeah. Uh... Pages he knew. Pages he knew. Must be he... in his 70s by now, would he be? Yeah, he must absolutely. be getting on. He looks so angry all the time without ages. It looks 70 that big. He said to John Ruiz, You gotta hit him, Roy. I mean, you gotta hit Roy. <laughs> fight this fucking guy. Fuck the referee. He fucking sucks. Fuck the referee. Fucking fight him, Johnny. Oh, I should have cut that, man. I should have cut that. Brilliant stuff. Uh, thanks for that, Joe. Right. As we close out, then let's get everybody's predictions, manner of victory, final breakdown, summation, whichever way you want to call it. Matty, I know everyone's pretty much said it, but uh, let's round it up nicely so we can uh, take our L's tomorrow night and nominate ourselves for Belly of the Week. Starting with you, Matty. Canelo versus Caleb Plant in a few hours. Who wins by what method? I've got Canelo by stoppage. What round? Come on. Oh, God. I, I think it's going to be later. I think 11. I think I think Flan will stretch it. 11. Plant's going to stretch you like Devin Alexander, Andy. Who you got by yeah, what I'm method? Yeah, I'm saying. Devin Alexander, you slice. Uh, yeah, I agree with Matty, mate. Late stoppage, I think Plant does enough early doors to make it competitive as such. There's a lot of movement. Uh, I think he'll catch Canelo with a few jabs. Couple of, he, he'll step in with, you know, one-twos, step out to the side, check hooks and that. I can see Canelo maybe trying to set a few, a few counters, possibly. I can see Plant doing the same, but... Canelo needs to lead this fight. I think Plant will definitely do the do the back footwork um, off the ropes, but I think he has shown deficiencies in his defence that he will definitely get tagged, and I can definitely see Canelo just absolutely when he gets a chance, just like just rip it. He just he will once he gets within distance, he's just going to rip those power combinations, the hooks, the uppercuts, the right hands, and eventually I think he's going to wear the the air out of a Plant. I can see him getting stopped late. 10th, 11th round. Uh, as I say, I'm, I'm really interested to see what happens after six because this is when it's going to get heavy. Um, saying that, plants, plants, you know, made shutouts in the past, um, but this is different level. It's a totally different level. The guys that I've seen him fight, when I've seen openings on, on, on plant, I think Canelo will take advantage and he'll take it fucking brutally as well. So uh, it'll be down to, I think, in the end as to how much plants want to take, but ultimately, Canelo by stoppage. Canelo stoppage, uh, Boran BKK in the chat says Canelo, eighth round. Gary Taylor says Canelo, 10. TCW76 says Canelo for uh, first round KO. Uh, Tosh says, good show, Steve. Magic guys, Canelo round 11. Uh, James Lord, going along my line of thinking, he says Plant going to prove the doubters wrong. Well, I don't think Plant will win, but I think he will give him a tough fight. Uh, prediction for you, Rappin' Kelly? Yeah, I don't know. I, I'd say, like, again, like the, like most of the lads, like, you got to look at Canelo late. Um, I may be overlooking when I'm saying that Caleb Plant hasn't got big fight experience, his personal experience. So he definitely has some kind of resilience and I think he'll bite down like he won't he won't 
I'd be I'd be very very surprised if he jacks it at any stage. Like you know what I mean? I mean mentally or or physically, I think he'll he'll hang in there as long as he can, and I think he will have a wide lead at a certain stage in the fight. So depending on like again what I said, depending on what way it goes after round six, that's that's the way the fight's going to play out. But fucking bullets, uh, bullets to the head. I'd have to say Canelo late. Canelo late for Rob as well. Beat Bob. Boop says plant six. Santony says Canelo eight. Uh, Bore MBKK throwing something in as well. I know Danny Young said earlier Canelo round seven. I just before bringing Joe, I'm going for Canelo on points, but I think that uh, plant's going to give him a good fight and not even just, uh, well, I think he'll give him a good fight early and win rounds off him. Well, whether he wins rounds in the eyes of the judges is another thing, but I think if he can hang in there late on, I don't see plant winning, but I do think he's going to push him pretty close. I can see an eight four. Maybe a 7-5 in Canelo's favour is a bit too tight for it, but I think Plant's going to give him a better fight than people think, and I'm going to go for Canelo on points. But, yeah, I think it's going to be tighter than a lot of people reckon on. Joe, you probably not agreeing with me. What do you reckon? Yeah, I think Canelo, KO-10. Um, I think that Plant will probably have some success early. And I kind of think that when we see the scorecards, it'll be like a case of, well, Canelo was way up, and we thought that you know Plant would have been closer and would have been cry of oh he's going to get robbed anyway all that kind of shit but I think it'll be decisive and, and, and I think it'll be to the body KO 10 I don't know why something tells me that can uh, Plant's um, chin's going to hold up well I've got nothing to base this on but I think he's going to take a few flush shots and stand there not and trade with Canelo for too long because that's going to be detrimental to his health and, and to his prospects in the fight but I think he's going to be tough enough and show a good enough chin to last. But, I mean, you never know. You know what my predictions are like. They never hold up too well. Thanks to everybody who's been on with us tonight. Uh, you can come on tomorrow night. Let us know what you thought, if you got it right or wrong. Joe Kennedy's been here. Good to hear from Joe, as always. Rapping Rob Kelly. Andy Patterson. Pigeon was on with us earlier. Matty D. Gelinardo. Shout out as we hit the arrow mark to the Super Chatters as well. Uh, Pigeon threw in three Super Chats over the course of the evening. Uh, thank you to you. Beatbot Boot threw in two as well. Jay Burks. Santony. Ryan Deal, if I've missed you out, then do apologise. I'll rectify that tomorrow night. As always, anybody who throws in a super chat, email nuthousepodcast at gmail.com for a season of punches from the past. I will send that back to you in return. I haven't mentioned anything about the undercard. One thing I will quickly say about the undercard before we go off to bed or to watch the fight or whatever it is, it looks poor on paper, but I think the fights might, a couple of the fights might actually be decent scraps. I don't think it's uncompetitive. These aren't major fighters that we're watching and it's not major championship fights. Durrell's been put there for one reason in case somebody fell out of the main event mainly Caleb Plant. He could have jumped in at short notice. That's why Durrell's there. But the rest of the fights, even though I think they're well matched and there's going to be some reasonably exciting, engaging, competitive fights even though they're not the best names. Anyway, I've been Steve Wellings. Catch you over 448 tomorrow evening Sunday evening. Thank you for listening. We love you all unless you're a wanker. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.